This is Shop Talk with Jeff and John. This is a podcast about bicycles and all things bicycles. But it's more than that. We also discuss our adventures, not only on the bike, but off of it as well. We may or may not be experts, but we definitely have something to say. Hello and welcome to another episode of Shop Talk. How you doing, Jonathan? Hello, hello. Happy February. Still February. Still February. Yeah. Yeah. Not March yet. Almost. <laughs> Seemed like January is forever long because there's been a lot of memes about what a tough year January was. I know, right? <laughs> I don't, I, maybe I didn't have as bad a January as some people, but I don't know that I had a bad January. And I don't know that it seemed longer than usual or, or what. I don't, I didn't under, I don't, under, I didn't understand the meme. I guess there's some people out there Is that right? in meme world that had a really long January. So, but February's flying. Yeah. I, I, I got a really nice schedule this February. I'm yeah. You got a couple of three extra, days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're, um, we are, Managing our payroll hours at work, <laughs> and then so I volunteered. To is take, that the quotey yes, fingers the politically fingers, correct yeah, term? Yeah, hey, so. we'd be remiss though. It is February, mm-hmm. and it just so happens it's VD Valentine's Day. VD, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's how you're. <laughs> well, this 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 podcast is is being is available, and here it is Valentine's Day. So yeah. Um, a Hallmark holiday, I might add. They make lots of money. <laughs> so anyway, for those that, that do that uh, out there in, in podcast listening land, happy Valentine's Day, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Sure. Happy Valentine's Day. Whatever. You too. You, will you be my Valentine, Jeff? Sh- sure. Because, you know, I, don't, oh. I don't, don't really do anything for Valentine's Day other than... Wow. I'm sure your wife appreciates that very much. Nope. We have a we have a deal. Have when a deal. we first started dating, and we actually met in in Val in February, yeah. And to no uncertain terms, she let me know that she views Valentine's Day as a Hallmark day, or Hallmark holiday, and then do not feel the pressure to have to ever buy me anything for Valentine's Day, and I will likewise reciprocate. So, and everyone when I told him that says, "No, it's a trick. It's a trick." Well, if it's a trick, she's been playing it for 18 years. No cards. It's just, hey, how you get up? You know, how you doing? Well, it's just so, another so, day. Uh, let me share a story with you. Okay. Um, February um, it was the night before Valentine's and I think it was Friday. And so I was in college. And so me and my roommate, Jeff, we were going to, uh, go watch Amistad, right? The movie. Uh-huh. You know, and that was like, you know, the slave trading, you know, whatever movie. And then, so, um, uh, th- that night before we left, um, um, Kim, one of Trina's friends walks into my, my our room 
and it's like, hey guys, what are you guys doing? You know, and like, oh, we're gonna go watch a movie. You know, but she had never met Jeff yet, so she just hadn't met me on campus or uh-huh. in the dorms. And then so, uh, so yeah, we said, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go watch a movie. Like, okay, great. And then like five minutes later, we get a phone call. Right, ring, ring. You know, oh, it's Kim. Hey, guess what, guys? Me and Trina, we're we're going to the movies with you. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> right, and. Uh, so then we're like, well, geez, it is like, you know, pre Valentine's like we should probably go get them something or whatever. So we ran to the store and, uh, we both got a pack of carefree gum and a carnation. And then, uh, then they, they were, they lived upstairs, you know, in the dorms. Yeah. Uh, and so we went to their room and, uh, uh, we both get down on knees on our knees and then we <laughs> knock on the door and it, it happens to be Kim's room. So Kim's o- Kim opens, and she's like, oh, no, not yet. And then so she runs past us, and I'm like, what the heck, right? We're on our knees, right? You know, like literally carnation in one hand, carefree gum in the other, <laughs> right? And, and and again, we're just doing this to be cute. Yeah. And then so then she uh, Trina's next door. So she gets Trina next door, drags Trina past us, closed Sam's the door in front of us. Right? And then forces us to uh, knock on the door again. And then opens <laughs> the door. And then, you know, there we go. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, how cute. Great. So then we go watch Amistad. And if you remember anything about Amistad, it's, um, it's, it's pretty dramatic. Like, right. Yeah. You know, like they tie stones to the slaves off the boat because they're dying. They're sick and they don't want to deal with it. And so then they dump them overboard and then they drown. Yeah. I mean, just, you know. Bad things happen, right? Right, right. Yeah, and so, and that was the first time I ever learned that Trina just doesn't do well with blood. And then, so she ended up walking, you know, walking out like halfway through the movie. Had you, had you known Trina before this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, okay. Oh, just you know, on campus, right, right, in the dorms, but nothing of any any nature, you know. Um, so then, uh, you know, Trina walks out, and I'm like, oh crap, okay. So then I walk out just because, you know, and then. I comfort her. Right. Um, and then, great. That was one night, right? And then the next day was the 14th, but it was Saturday. And for the next, like, three days, we end up spending time with the girls. Right? And I was like, what the heck is going on? And then from then on, what was funny was that Kim started to have a crush on Jeff. Right. And then... They would then be like, you know, and Jeff was obviously was, was, you know, uh, whatever reciprocating. Right. And then he was so digging the crush, digging the crush. Right. And then, so then they would be like, Hey, you know, Johnny, you know, let's go to this, you know, and then Trina, let's go to this. And then all of a sudden Trina and I would be like, whatever, third wheeling it. You yeah. Know? Because they wanted to spend time, but they didn't want to be you know, alone, alone. alone. They yeah. wanted to be alone, but not alone. Correct. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then so that's how I started spending time with Trina. Yeah. Right. So February 13th is is the night that we all met. Right. And what's crazy is Kim and Jeff, they're now married. They're, oh, they're married. Oh, for real. They're, so yeah, fast forward to fast present forward, time. Yeah, they're married. Um, and they live in Thousand Oaks or Simi Valley. Whatever. Okay. More, more Park. I'm sorry. But, you've been up there. Yeah. Visited. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um. And then, uh, yeah. So anyhow, 
I think just recently, like, wasn't it around Christmas that you did a big? Because um, last year, yeah, yeah, you dumped like all your college pictures on Facebook because well, you, yeah, because you were reminiscing hard that weekend. I well, remember that. Kim now pulled out all the scrapbooks. Yeah, and that I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh, you had so, this picture. So that's that's yeah. that couple. I didn't. Correct. I don't know that that's I've that ever couple. put those that yeah. two together. Yeah, yeah. So she's got more pictures of Trina than I do. Oh, okay. Right. And yeah. that's why I was like, whoa, whoa, where did all these pictures come from? You know, because there's this one picture. You were a little scrawny dude with hair back then. I was. <laughs> I was. Yes, yes. Um, so, but anyhow, so that was February 13th. And so is, do, do you count that as like, that's our, it, that's like a, that's our, a meetiversary our, or whatever? Yeah. Date anniversary. So and just, it just sort of started escalating and then it became a thing. I yeah. mean, a dating and. What, oh, you mean between me and Trina? You mean, yeah, or? it just sort of kept... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, so from then, February 13, and then, uh, yeah, it was fast. <laughs> I, um, by March, I was like, okay, wow. You had sealed the deal this and is, like, this is the this, one? She's she's the one. I, oh, I'm pretty, yeah. I didn't propose until like August. Oh, okay. But I, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I think I think in the past because yeah you've always I think last year you you however the holiday however the Valentine's Day came off you took off the day before Valentine's because that's when you guys celebrate you said yeah yeah I remember that there now. you go yeah, yeah 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 but it was good yeah so, it was good it's almost like that episode in the office and I don't even watch the office what episode which one I don't know because it's it's I've seen it and it's like you realize you started dating someone on February the thirteenth. The the one guy and the, and the girl they hooked up or they got together they dated they did something but it was February the thirteenth and the guy was all like oh no I'm in a relationship on Valentine's Day really you haven't I missed that one okay oh I can't even remember it but yeah maybe I I hope you're talking about Jim and Pam but I don't no think not so. Jim and Pam the the uh, uh the Indian girl I don't know is she Indian oh yeah Kelly 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 Ryan? Yeah, they'd hooked up or did something like on the 12th or something. Oh, got it. Yeah, okay. you know, and everyone's like, you went on a date on Valentine's Day? I mean, on the February the 12th or 13th, you know what that means? You're in a relationship on Valentine's Day. Ouch. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. So. But anyhow, that's my little side story. Yeah. So Valentine's Day's uh, kind of a... Not Valentine's Day. We the really third, don't care for it. And yeah, we don't like it. Right. Um, so same of how here. How busy it is. Yeah, it's just crazy. You know what I mean? Um, so more about it's just remembering the thirteenth. Yeah. You know, um, and then uh, you know the one year I took Trina out to um, that fondue place. Fondue? Yeah. Or us? Do you fondue? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that cheese fondue place, right? In Temecula. It's not there anymore. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. It's well, where I don't I don't know. Yeah. Anyhow, well, Vince fondue. in the shops a fan. We can ask him, not Vinny, well, the other Vince. But this is where before way before though that we were we hadn't fully acknowledged that we were both lactose intolerant. <laughs> so, so on a date you go and eat cheese, yeah, melted cheese with bread. Yeah, yeah. 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 Whose idea is that? I don't know. <laughs> and it's like it's like ninety bucks. I'd rather go to all you can eat sushi, man. Yeah. Hey, what? I, it's, was it dude. was it you or was it on a podcast where we talked about that uh, all you can eat or all you care to eat? All you care to eat. <laughs> yep. 
So, um, my our date, uh, our meeting date is February nineteenth. Right. My, that's when. That's when you. We were rock you, climbing you at Joshua made Tree. Made out in Joshua Tree in yeah. Ryan Campground. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> However, the story was told. That's how you heard it, right? <laughs> It might not be accurate, but that's what I heard. So I'm just going to leave it leave it at that. Um, so I think we have a little bit of catching up to do, and and to keep to keep the podcast fresh and and rolling. Um, I don't I don't think we're going to go back to Joshua Tree this episode. Uh, there, Joshua Tree, the words might come up a couple times. Yeah, but that's we're true. not going back to Joshua Tree. This yeah, episode. to revisit the whole trip, as yeah, it were. Yeah, because. That's in the past, and now we need to start planning and looking forward to other trips. Yeah. Speaking of other trips, and I got some notes that we're, we'll get on topic here in a minute, but um, like we were discussing before we turned on the microphones on one of the blogs or forums that we read, and, it, and it's something I've mentioned to you, is uh, like wild camping or stealth camping. And the thing that you and I, or I know I have struggled with, is the area that we are, we just can't get on a bike and go down a gravel road and camp. There's not just like camping available like right. that. So I've often proposed to you, well, why don't we <laughs> just get on a bike, go down a gravel road, get over out of sight of things and camp? Right. So apparently there's, that's an actual thing. It's called stealth camping. Yeah, homeless people do it too, you know. Yeah. So... <laughs> Well, I just it just changes everything. Thanks for the thanks for the deflation. <laughs> no, what I mean by to say is that I mean, like people are doing it unregulated. I mean, it's just a matter of a a concerned homeowner, property owner to go. Hey, I don't want you here. Yeah, you know, beyond that, you know. But it seems like in our area, there's places where we could go riding and and. Next thing you know, you you haven't seen anything for 10 miles and look, wilderness. Why don't we just camp? I don't know. I just, I don't know the, so, I don't know the ramifications are, are the, the ramifications are a cop pulls up and says, Hey, what are you guys doing? You guys can't do this. Oh, like, Oh, okay. Okay. Well, thanks. We got tired. Yeah. We're bikepacking. We're from Indio. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, I mean, you just, you just. Whatever, and know. I didn't read the string or in the blog about what what people's thought on that is, but I it, mean, most times, like the what the, the the stealth camping is, you know, you you, you, you get tired, you you um, get off the road, and you go into the brush, and you, you set up camp. Well, that's pretty much exactly else. what happened with you and JT on your very first trip ever, right? Yeah, right. stealth camped or yeah, yeah. We but didn't really have a place. We were like, okay, we just need to find a spot. And but from so we, the pictures of that trip, I would actually like to redo that trip and camp at that spot because it looked like a really good, like spot. good spot. No, yeah. it was so that spot was like a, it so you know there's parts of a fire road that they kind of have to push the dirt away. Yeah. Right, and then so they push dirt away, and then so they end up kind of creating a different lane off the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Well. This lane just happened to go really deep, and that's where we went. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. But from the, I mean, it looked like a really cool, like something you'd see on a seat, you know, divide trail camp. Like, um, in the morning, we heard trucks going by. 
Like, just a couple, you know? But beyond that, they couldn't see us, but they, we couldn't see them. So you so you were far enough away you couldn't see the road and they couldn't see you? 20, 20 yards, oh. but we were just on the other side of trees. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. There was nothing crazy about it. Yeah. You know? I think... I think a revisit of the original trip has to be in store at some point. It's not a bad idea. Just, it really isn't. Just to relive it, camp, do it, and yeah. then, eh, it is what it is. Yeah. No. <laughs> but purposely camp or do, yeah. you know, uh-huh. so I think that'd be fun. Right, I know. Kind we of, just have to find that spot. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, if, if you took pictures with your iPhone, you could... Can you? You can, it, like... Now with the new, you can like look at pictures and it shows you where they are in the United States or where they were taken. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, I'm not that smart. Just check wow. out, check I'm out your photos and, okay. and it'll tell you where it is. Well, there you go. So yes, well, wild camping versus stealth camping. Yeah. Now wild camping, I, I'm assuming is just regular camping in a campground or a designated spot, but kind of on well, your... Oh yeah. I mean, it's backcountry camping ultimately, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. No, I was just... Yeah. I just think it's funny that we've had this conversation a couple of times here just recently, yeah. and then it was in a blog that I was reading today. And the our- only reason why I haven't repeated that that route is because um, that one that road got washed out. Batista Canyon um, got washed out. We and did. So they the dirt up, road past the camp. Yeah. So the forest, the forest, uh, the national forest or whatever, ended up closing the road for some time. Okay, and you don't know if it's open now. Uh, I do not know, yeah. but we can drive it one day. For sure. So you teased two episodes ago or when we were closing up that uh, you did a backpacking trip. I went backpacking. Yeah. That was nice. Or, let's be real. Hike camping. Hike camping. If these words are going to stick, we have to use them constantly. <laughs> we are being politically correct. Hike camping. Hike camping. Um, I went hike camping uh, out in Salton Sea. Uh, some people might even call it Mecca Valley, um, but uh, it was off a of Box Canyon, mm-hmm. um, and that's where, um, like, the wind caves are out there. And right. um, what's that one? Um, the Ladder Canyon, Ladder Canyon. Uh huh. Yeah. So Ladder Canyon is like a, it's it's a slot you know, um, slot canyon caves or whatever. Right. But it's so steep that people have built ladders in order to get up, um, you know, up, I don't know, whatever you want to call them. Right. The, 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 the ravines or whatever. Right. Up to the next level or whatever, yeah. climbing the walls. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, oh my gosh, there is so much BLM land out there. So basically, Box Canyon Road, um, it, it will hit the 10 freeway. And what's crazy is, you know, the south entrance of Yosem- or of uh, hello of Joshua Tree, uh-huh. uh, which is Cottonwood Canyon or whatever. Um, that's the same road. And, you know, that one time we, we stayed on the BLM land just right you know, south of the entrance, um, well, across the freeway, there's another road. Yeah. And that's Box Canyon. Yeah, you told me that. So where we camped and we saw kind of going up the power lines, right? Uh, sure. Well, Are I mean... Power lines? But anyhow, well, 
I mean, there was a dirt road that was going kind of up road. the hill, and we were looking at binoculars, and yeah. we saw people camped, and just sort of, they were running up and down with uh, yeah, yeah. with dune buggies or whatever, yeah. uh-huh. and then they were going up and over between the the totally. rocks, yeah. and then we didn't know where that was going That's in on the BLM right there. Yeah, but you say that drops That's, in, drops to, in, and then boom, like. You're in box. You're on Box Canyon Road. Yeah. And if you take it for like 13 miles, um, it'll take you to, to the 111, um, which you know it will take you to Salton Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that I the mean, way y'all went up uh, up that way, or did you take paved road all the way? Uh, um. To so we took, we went out the 10 freeway uh-huh and then it was like what the the the, the 82 or the 162 or something mm-hmm. like that which yeah. takes you down to salt and sea okay so we went that way instead of taking the 10 all the way to box canyon you know um did you so you explored box canyon and i don't know if i asked you when we talked about the trip do you actually go to the salt and sea did y'all go you um no i did not go to the salt and sea okay I mean, again it was just it just wasn't part of the schedule. Yeah. But um, at the highest point of where we backpacked, dude, you could just, you totally saw the Salton Sea. Yeah. And like, wow, okay, this is pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was big enough that, it, you know, it was, Salton Sea's big. I mean, well, it could, it almost virtually looks like an ocean. Seriously, um, on some of the bike rides around here, you get on the on the peaks or the you can see almost the salt. You're you're looking out that way, and it's like there's been controversy. Is that the salt to sea, or is that another body of water? It's like I don't know. Can we see that far? And I just don't know how the eagle flies or how the crow flies. Well, you know, when you go up to Mount San Jacinto, yeah, I mean you can see it. Oh yeah, we definitely saw it up there. Right. Yeah. And uh, and and then what's funny is when you look at the map and, and oh look, <laughs> bless me. you. Uh, when you look at the map and you see where we were camping, it you know it's it's actually pretty close and it's big, yeah, yeah. So we um, we found a wash, um, and you know there's no names to any of these places, so it's just more about who's been there and what they remember about it. Um, so we found a wash, and then we ended up uh, uh, um, you know parking. You know, three cars at the wash, and then so I went with my uh, my friends uh, Chris and Lauren. Uh, they were actually the the first ones to ever have taken me um, on a backpacking trip. Right. And we did a one nighter, you know, um, um, up at uh, Deer Springs in Idlewild. You know, and that's when like I didn't know anything. I I took the MREs. You know, right. And, and I, I I borrowed I borrowed a few of your stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did our trip. A month or so after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so, you know, they, ha- they have a newborn, and then uh, a bunch of uh, Chris's brothers came, and they got kids. And so there were like 10 of us. Mm-hmm. And we were only going to hike in about two and a half miles. <laughs> right? Okay. And so what got really interesting was, well, so two and a half miles shouldn't mean much. And then really there was about, I don't know, um, I-, I guess I, I have – it was about a thousand feet of, of elevation gain, um, but it all happened very rapidly. Yeah, you know? like straight up. So, your... so what what would have been an easy hike turned into a very very difficult hike uh, because um, 
we all brought like everything to include the kitchen sink i think you we said we did yeah. right so basically it was car camping and you take everything thing with from the you car for the, 2 miles for 2 miles yeah yeah and it, it you took, gave a whole definition a whole new definition to car hike camping <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh man so like it, there was a lot of stuff. I mean, there was a lot of water, you know, um, um, a lot of food, um, just a lot of gear, you know. Um, and because it's BLM, you know, we also uh, uh, t took in our firearms. And then so now I'm carrying 300 rounds of, <laughs> of 9 millimeter. you know. Right, yeah. Right? I didn't bring my rifle. Um, but, I mean you know add that to the whole deal right right and then you know another buddy he brought his stuff i'm not going to talk about that you know but i mean there was yeah right so we got ammo you know i mean you it, said you had a wagon too you told me yeah there, there was a wagon and then, <laughs> so that wagon ended up being the wagon of death right, right. wagon from hell because you can't really pull it down a a, uh, a rocky trail too no, good right so yeah. you ended up carrying it you know and the, the, i mean by by the time we were we got to base camp, I mean the wagon the was wheels, empty and you're just carrying the wagon. Oh, well, that too, but the wheels were coming off. Right. And and yeah, like it was it was bad news, you know. Um, so th I mean, then we were threatening just to burn the wagon, you know, um, <laughs> or use it as a fire pit. Yeah, but th yeah. that didn't happen. Um, but anyhow, so we we hiked, hiked uh, uh, you know, about two miles in. And it was cool, man. It was like, like there was the canyons, but we weren't in the canyons. We we went up, we went up the spine of the canyons, I guess you'll say. Yeah. And then that's where you were able to see the or you were at elevation or something, so you're able to see the salt and sea. Um, and then we then finally descended into the canyon, and then that's really cool because then you got like basically these these sand sand walls uh -huh. that like are. I don't know, 500, 800 feet tall, you know? Really? Yeah. And they're fragile. Yeah, same they're, they're They're not granite. Right. You know? And so, I mean, erosion is going to happen on its own, you know? And then you could see, you know, like pieces that you have, that have fallen down, down and things like that, you know? But your campground, your campground was kind of safe or no? Yeah. Eh, 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 okay. eh. Safe enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not, not that everybody's out of there and everybody made it. Yeah, it was plenty safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's a big enough piece, I mean, it's not just gonna fall, right? It's gonna roll. Yeah. So, I mean, it could happen. And yeah. I think you said in conversation, you you actually heard some stuff yeah. falling uh, during the night. Correct. Right. Um, so, um, what's really cool is you know the the, the guys have been there uh, a couple times before, and then there was like already a fire pit. That someone had created, like uh -huh. again, this is BLM. Right. No one's, no one's regulating any of this stuff, you know. Okay. Um. And um, uh, you know, so we we set up camp and just fire pit and cool, and then we we go, we go target shooting, and you know that was fun. Right. But, I mean, I was tired. My legs were just like shaking because, I mean, um, my pack, my pack had to have probably weighed between 60 and 70 pounds um, with my ammo, with the extra water. Right. You know, and then I ended up carrying 
two gallons of water. Just carrying just it. Just carrying them because that was in the wagon. Right. You know, yeah. And again, we were all parsing things out. So it, it quickly became the trail of tears for you guys. It, it was, it, it hurt. It hurt. Then how was know? the hike out? Was it any better? Uh, Yeah, it was a lot better because, I mean, there was... Less water. Less water. Way less water, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the food was gone. The wagon of death was still with us. So that one sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, again, you know, my buddy Chris, he ended up absorbing that one. The the most, the brunt of that? Yeah, correct. Um, And then, um, yeah. I mean, so it, it only took us an hour to get out. You know, from base camp. Uh-huh. Um, back to it, the cars? Yeah, back to the cars. But it it took us uh, about three hours to do the two, that two-mile hike. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's good because you're wrangling kids. You're carrying stuff. Your wagon's falling apart. And you guys probably loaded up thinking, oh, it's only two miles. We, we, can, we can suffer with a little extra weight. Yeah. Not really knowing yeah. how that was yeah. going to play out. Yeah, yeah. So then we were supposed to go to the wind caves, right? So uh-huh. there's this place that they call the grotto. Um, and uh, you you need a headlamp to go in there because it literally turns pitch black. Really? But we were so dog tired that we're like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Save it for another day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but th- there's a whole loop, you know, yeah. um, that uh, you can do. And so I think it's on my all trails map. You know, but uh, I mean, there there was there were other people out there that you know were doing it, um, so that would be really cool. So I want to I want to go back out there again, and and again camping out there. I mean, there's not a lot of wildlife, you know, um, so it's really cool. Like, uh, as I'm looking in at some of the things here, and not so much Box Canyon, but I'm looking at um, photos and things around and about the Salton Sea. I think archaeologically and just like to take a step back in time, that'd be kind of a fun place to do a day trip and explore and just yep. look at the ruins. Like I'm looking at Bombay Beach and just like how there's cars and things are just, it's like the whole thing's a ghost town out there. Uh-huh. And you've explored because you've been to the uh, that, that Mountain of Love or whatever it's called, right? Didn't you yeah, do? Yeah, Salvation Mountain. Salvation Mountain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you've explored a little bit of the Salton Sea, or? Uh, I have driven around the Salton Sea. Have you not ever driven around the Salton Sea? No, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. It's like I'm thinking I've God. totally, I've totally missed out on this whole. So there's the driving around Salton Sea that I would probably say is a little bit lackluster. I mean, uh, you are you're driving around a lake, right? Right. It's a big lake, you know, nonetheless. But it's but you're still driving around a lake. So it's really the fact that you just got to like, you probably not need to not be in a car. Like, here you go, Jeff. If, if, if you want to get the full experience, do, do a, we ride around the Salton Sea and we plan it so that we can uh, ride to the BLMs and just camp there. Yeah. We wild camp there. But, but it's big. It would what, take two days to ride around it on a bike? Two, yeah, two days. Yeah. Yeah. But if so, from the lake and just driving the sea or whatever, when you're driving around it, all these abandoned, like Bombay Beach and all these abandoned. We'll have to find those places. Is that what? So it's not, they're not like on the lake or? No. Okay. No, no. Most times they're about five miles away. Away. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. The three miles, two miles away. You know, because even Box Canyon, I mean, it's probably three to five miles away from the from the from Salton Sea. Yeah, well, I'm looking. I mean, it's like big. It's a big body of water. Yeah. Like when you look at it. Yeah. Uh, but. I mean, and, it, and back in the 50s, cool. right, didn't this used to be like a big recreational well, yeah. area? Well, Sonny Bono, he, before he died, you know, uh, he was trying to do a whole revitalization. And, and get the sea, get the lake cleaned up. Correct, and, right? And they got money, and then they were going to do it, and then he died, and then it just went to crap. Yeah. And then uh, right now, there's still something in the books for revitalization, but, I mean... It's number one. It gets really hot out there, and it gets really stinky because you know? of the water condition, it's, right? Yeah, correct, yeah. right. Um, so you know, I mean, yeah. So it would. And def- you can camp too. I mean, they're they're literally they have campgrounds all on the shore. Yeah. You know. Um, well, and well, I know in the movie, um, uh, the uh, the walk in the wild or wild that. Uh, the movie that came out where the guy was in Alaska and ate the berries and died in the bus. Yeah. Um, well, if you read his book, like part of his book is like he vagabonds and he spends a lot of time at the Salton Sea because I guess there's like there's like encampments f- for like gypsies and nomads, I guess. No, and, that's where that Salvation Mountain is. Okay, is yeah. that... Is that no, dude, it's crazy. Like we're talking... Like crazy people too, right? Or... Like, I mean, that sounds eccentric harsh. Eccentric Exce- That's what I meant to say. There are eccentric people who have chosen to set up homes. Homesteading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at, uh, on, in the Salvation Mountain, Coachella Valley thing. Yeah. Uh, the Sheriff's Department still goes out there, but they do not, they're not enforcing to kick people out. They're not whatever. Um, and for the most part, it's, I don't know. There's something about it where there's probably enough people that they're not kicking people out or maybe it's just full BLM. So they're like, okay, we're not going to govern this too much. I don't know what. Um, but um, like there are makeshift houses there, yeah. sheds, whatever you want to call it. And then there are $100,000 RVs camped out there too. Yeah. And I think I was reading something, and there was something about this whole Salvation Mountain, and it's like lawless, but not lawless. Like, there's not really the people who live there sort of encompass and well, sort of set up their own yeah. set of rules type of deal. Is that in my... Sure, right. I mean, again, the Sheriff's Department is still out there. Yeah. Like, they're visible. Okay. They're patrolling, you know? Um but, but yeah, because like they're not always out there, or uh, the community. I mean, there's just there's enough communal sense. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, a serial killer could go out there and do some damage. It's crazy. You know? Yeah, and when I think in in that book, when you read it, he he spends time at Salvation Mountain. That's where he's. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's an interesting one so yeah. now I will tell you this though <coughs> so it's become a tourist attraction 
what right? Salvation, Salvation Mountain. Mountain. And they and has that become the tourist attraction or the people no, or both? Salvation Mountain. Okay. Yeah, most people don't go into the encampment. Okay. Um, but the so I've been out there like three, three, four times now, but um, you know it's a picture spot. Oh my God, how many Asians there are. Out there taking pictures. Taking pictures. Yeah. They literally will drive out there just to take pictures. But what's even, what's horrific <laughs> about it though is that they're lawless. They're not paying attention. They're not respecting the rules of Salvation Mountain. Right. You know, I mean, they're, they're, there's kind of the property owners, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when I say property owners, like they have created their own property line. Right. And they have set up their own 501c3. You know, nonprofit organization. Right. So you can donate money to them. You okay. Know, in order to kind of keep this alive and things right, like right. that. You know, um, but like you know, that there are parts where they, they don't want you to walk on on parts of the paint. It's all painted. Yeah. But it, the paint is on hay and clay and things like that. So some of it's fragile. You know. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, please don't walk here. Please don't walk here. And but people want to take pictures, and then so they act like they didn't see the signs, or yeah. act like whatever, you know, and, and it's just, really disrespectful and destructive. Sure, right? Yeah, well, I mean that's part of why they're not, not wanting to do it, you know, right? Yeah, or not wanting people to do it, but yeah, just disrespectful and, and general All from people to people. Yeah. yeah, it's and it's um and it's it's not only there. You 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 go to the Grand Canyon. And f- and for the selfie, it's like, hey, don't cross these, don't yeah. cross this handrail because sure. yeah. it's a five thousand yeah. foot drop yeah. to the bottom. Except that again, all the violators at Salvation Mountain were all Asians. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, was embarrassed. Right. I really was embarrassed. <laughs> I'm like, you wanted to put on a cowboy hat and <laughs> something, man. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah. You know, and and you know, so again, the the the, the whatever the the landlords, the people who are managing it they're like go away get out of here like i told you i asked you you know asked you to stop doing that yeah no get out you know right i mean it's just dumb you know like oh we just drove out here well okay well you should pay pay attention attention. yeah horrible right so anyhow um it's a very tour so it's a weird thing when you know again there's the kind of these gypsy encampments right right and and this is like a very like like you, you don't need money to go out there, and then Asians rolling up in, you know, hundred thousand dollar Mercedes, you know, just and, being disrespectful, and, and they're just taking pictures of like it's 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 such a weird, a weird paradigm, right? Of like, like almost like yuppie looking Asians, uh, in the desert. And they're doing their check mark, got to take a picture here, yeah. checklist type it's thing. Very crazy, a weird situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, that's a side note. Um, but back to Salton Sea and, and that Coachella Valley, Mecca area. Right. Um, yeah, dude. Like, I want to go back out there uh, backpacking. Um, I, uh, it was nice to be on my feet again. Uh-huh. Hiking in, camping, it was tiring, you know, um, but it was a good tire, right? It was, right. you know, giving signs of hope, you know, tire. <laughs> um, but then uh, uh, 
you know, we, we, um, big old bonfire. There's more than enough wood around for you to collect. You don't have to carry it in. Right. That thing is, I'm sorry. I just, I just typed in Salvation Mountain and oh. just got actual footage or video of, it's an interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's one where we could theoretically, again, ride to Salvation Mountain, uh, camp, wild camp. Yeah. Bring extra twos because uh, there's a lot of weeds out there. Right. Um, and then we can ride back. That would be a good one. Where would you leave from? Just curious. I, I don't remember the lot, but you would leave from somewhere alongside the Salton Sea. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. But these all have to be like fall or winter trips, though, no? Right now, spring, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it got cold. I mean, it was, it was. Well, I'm sure it's like it'd probably be 70 during the day, but like 40 at night. Yeah. It'd be yeah. pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty chilly. I, I think, I think we're probably going to be cut off somewhere around May, April, May. Yeah. And that's the same thing. Um, Joshua Tree, too. Joshua Tree, if we try to do, which I think needs to happen right. between now and my uh -huh. birthday. Or that could be my birthday trip. I there don't know. So I always try to do a big ride on my birthday. I don't necessarily need to ride my age this year, but we could do that. That would be, that'd be fun. That'd be a good one. Yeah. We could just ride that around that whole area. It'd be really cool. What? Uh, the Salton Sea area? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Have to, we have to start doing a little... Now that we, now we have ideas. Now we can start there doing a go. little more research. No, and I really like it. I mean, again, even from Box Canyon, I'm thinking... Hey, wait a minute. Why can't I ride? Uh, it's a beautiful road. And yeah. why can't I ride from kind of that 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 ladder canyon, box canyon uh, road and ride into uh, Joshua Tree? Um, I can I, we can we can camp at that BLM. Yeah. You know, um, and then come back down, you know, or do it the other way around, whatever. Yeah. Know, there's. It's too cool, man. I know. So it's it's there, a lot and a lot. The BLM opens up a lot, and I did. I didn't realize how much how free BLM is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. I'm I'm, I'm processing a lot of stuff in my head right now, yeah. which is probably not a good thing to do while while recording a podcast. This just is, I'm just going to sit here and ponder is, and think. This is shop talking. <laughs> What's even funny is uh, a good chunk of Salton Sea is even BLM. Yeah. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. How does that work? Like, you can BLM water? <laughs> you know? So, like, so theoretically, I could go out. Could I kayak out into? I don't know if, if you'd want to get in the water, though, would you? And if, I mean. I think you can swim in it, too. Wow. I thought it was, like, polluted. With like pesticides, that's one of the things that had the big kill off, uh, and the big, the birds flocking because as the Colorado River rolls in the in the, and like the in uh, Imperial Valley where they do all the farming, all of the runoff with the pesticide is yeah. what is what sort of feeds the Salton Sea. I believe because I know that it is full of pesticides and it that they used to be like a big migratory bird. It still is. But do birds go there? Yeah. And, 
yeah, by, by the millions like yeah. they used to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're still there. There's okay. a little museum. Uh-huh. Um, so when I was driving around, I went to that museum, you know, and they talk about, the, you know, the, 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 the whatever, the wildlife preserve. Right. Yeah. So I wish, I, I do wish that some of that, you know, revitalizing that area would, would come back and, and, and move forward because I think it's a lost jewel. If you look about some of the things that were happening out there in the 50s and how, like, vibrant and, and big it was, I don't know. Yeah, seemed, no. Seemed, no I, seemed like it would be pretty cool to... It's the weird part about that whole, like, you know, that Palm, Palm Desert, Palm Springs, Coachella Valley, that whole area. Yeah. I mean, okay, I get it. It's hot. You right. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, there's there's some gold out there too. Yeah. And just how how free it can be, you know. I mean, again, that's the stuff where we can literally go ride out there when it's not hot. Yeah. You know, and and dude, just camp just and exist. Different spots, things to man. yeah. It looks like it'd be hugely fun for like a photo safari. Just well, some of the pictures and some of the abandoned buildings and the different things that are still out there that you could see or explore. Yeah, no. I don't know. I think ghost town exploring is kind of cool. That would be kind of fun to go explore ruins and different things. Hey, so got a note here. Um, we'll just talk briefly about it for a minute. It, it's something we haven't really addressed or or, or talked about seriously since episode one. What's that, Jeff? You're planning a hunting trip. I am. Right? I'm going hunting. Yeah. Whether I catch anything is a different story. You don't catch anything when you're hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. That might be uh, the... Oh, oh, so the pro- the proper term is uh, harvest. Harvest, yes. Harvest uh, 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 an animal. So, wait, episode 36, way back at episode one, when we were still in the infancy of this thing... We said, what are we going to talk about? Well, let's talk about Jonathan's hunting. And you promised at that point, there's more to come. Well, and here we are, epi- 36 episodes later, and you're planning a hunting trip. So did I ever talk about my my hunting trips at all? No. We, we talked about the one that you went out with Holly. Got it. In the rain. Okay. And, and then we talked then about that time about how the the badness the miserable yeah the, the things that make it the the suck factor making it more of a memorable event when yeah. we brought that up again when we talked about the rain that we experienced on our beach trip yeah but uh yeah so you have a pig tag you're going up north and yeah, yeah. i just uh i got my hunting license again i you know i i decided not to participate in deer season right um because it's too competitive to get deer tags. Uh-huh. Um, there's just too much planning for a three-week period of time. Right. Like, literally, deer season's three weeks. And that just sucks. All right. You know? Um, so, uh, that's why I like the wild pig hunting, uh, because that's all year round. Um, unfortunately, there's no wild pigs in Southern California, so I have to go up north. So, I'm going up to uh, Monterey County. Um, but, uh, the, it's going to be the Los Padres National Forest, which is right directly west of Fort Hunter Liggett. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there are, uh, there are signs of pigs out there. Um, I went out there one, one other time. 
um, at that time, I didn't know what I was really looking at, Uh I guess. Um, I couldn't tell whether it was, you know, a cow... Uh, cow tracks, right? Bovine tracks, or right. were they deer tracks, or were they pig tracks? You know, things like that. Um, because it was, some of it was mixed in. Um, but um, you know, after I learned more about tracking pigs, I went, okay, I know exactly what I saw. Okay, you know where they are. And so you, so you saw sign up pig yeah, when you were up there yeah, scouting yeah. before. Because it's not just your tracks, right? But yeah. Because they dig stuff up, they really like. It's almost like a rototiller. Yeah, they're very through. disruptive, right? That's the reason yeah. that, that farmers don't like them. And, Correct. Yeah, because right. they destroy yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just look for rototilling areas. Yeah. You know? I'm like, oh, look right there. Um, so uh, I already have a place in mind. Uh, I'm going to go for three days. And, um, and you're camping? I'm camping. Right, uh, I'm so, car camping. Okay, I was about to say, what type of camping are you doing? Yeah. Are you car camping and then hiking into I'm car camp? I'm gonna I'm gonna use my backpack to you know to cat to to take you know to to haul it back. Right. Um, but I mean, I don't think I'm gonna get more than five miles away from the car, so you know it's gonna be a version of hike five miles and then hike five miles back. Right. You know, do do ten miles in a day type of idea. You know. Um, that would be the deal. But there's a creek bed. That's where I'm going to kind of track. Um, it's um, the San Antonio uh, River or river or creek or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. You're going to, you're going to, so when I bring it home, well, no. Still good, right? Well, we're yeah. Gonna, this is the. We're going to butcher that sucker? Yeah. We've talked about that right. since. Because I'm going to field dress it. Right. Right. You're going to. Um, I'm going to quarter it. And then ice um, pack it and bring it home. And then ice pack it and bring it home in the coolers. And yeah. then you're going to help me butcher it. Well, yeah. I so. even brought out the my butcher saw and got all my utensils ready from when, from, from, from like I... 35 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. You know. I'm going to bring the head back with, the, I mean, I'm not skinning the head. So the head's coming. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean, obviously the guts aren't coming back. It, I'm gonna figure out how, how much I'm gonna field dress it if I'm going to if I'm going to truly skin it and then quarter it or if I'll just quarter it and bring yeah. it back you know um, I mean I have the mind to skin it right yeah but I don't know we'll see how many tags you get one one I'll probably get another one you know but th- Here's my thing is that I have, I have a bolt action, you know, rifle. Yeah. Um, so if you don't get it on the first one. Then you're done because they're, they're, they're running off. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, you know, so, I mean, I have, you basically hunt in the early morning or in the hunt at sunset. Yeah. And then during the day, you can decide whether you want to take a nap or if you want to go tracking. Tracking and see where they might be mm-hmm. congregating. Yeah. In the morning or in the evening. Correct. Uh, so, um I have three days, and that's only if I have three full days if I leave, you know, uh, the night before. That yeah. That way I can – and it's going to take me about six hours to get up there. So are you thinking of doing a night before excursion? 
I'm going to leave, yeah. I'm the night leave before, so night. you have three full days there? I don't know. I mean, again, it's going to take me six hours to get up there. Right. And So if you leave at nine, you're... I'm going to th- get up to three th- in the morning. Three in the morning. And at that point, I shouldn't sleep, you know, um, because... I, you, you, I I need to be I need to be posted up. You're only you're only, you're only yeah a couple hours away from sunrise. Yeah, uh huh. So. And that's where I need to find them. Yeah, you know. So that might be a wasted morning, but regardless, like you know, it, yeah, I have about five or six attempts to try to bag one. Yeah. Well, yeah. to be continued. To be continued. Yeah. yeah. I should Otherwise, be. on the way home, I'll stop at Stater's. <laughs> and just pick up a ham <laughs> <laughs> and some bacon. Uh, here's some pork belly and a ham. Uh, can yeah, you can yeah. you cut it in a pork chop? How come jo- this says Farmer John's? <laughs> oh, I, I, I wrapped it for you, Jeff. Yeah. So the goal is we get it, we, we fabricate it, and then you butcher wrap it and freeze it and keep it all up. I mean, do what Something. you... Yeah. Okay. We, we, uh, we have a barbecue. That's, yeah. that's what we do. We had to figure out how to make a ham. Like I don't like ham anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can still Why, do. Do you do you have to make ham out of the ham? Out of the like? No, you can do whatever you want. It's just the, can that. Can you make a roast out of the ham? Yeah. Or the ham? Wait. I mean, it's like your Boston butt is all that area back there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I say Boston. I'm still but talking. Why, it doesn't have to be honey glazed ham, though, right? No, they it's ham is just like what they call the hawk and what yeah. they and how they've cured it. It's just sort of the generic term. But you can take a rump roast out of that. You can take, you know, a leg out of so that. So what's crazy about this, right? Um, I you know I tried doing some studying on on. Like what, you know, what a filet is or what a, I don't know, a filet mignon, right? Uh Uh-huh. You know? Now, certain cuts of meat can actually come from the same area, but it's in how you choose to cut it. Yes. Therefore, you call it a certain cut. Right. Yeah. Because, like, the back straps, they talk about that a lot. Uh Uh-huh. The back straps are basically your filet mignon. Yes, there are parts that are right along the spine in which where the ribs join up. And then like, so you have a filet running down each side. And then if you cut it, you cut New York's or if you cut a porterhouse or cut a T-bone, that's the one that has a filet on one side and a New York on the other. Yeah. So yeah, or you just cut it and then you cut the filet out or the tenderloin out. And now it becomes your filet. And then now you do, you, you cut it a story. Now it just comes your New York. And then the front half, where the yeah, leading so, so up becomes just to in the your... fact that so you're calling it a New York because you chose to keep the tenderloin on there, the backstrap on there. Yeah, or vice versa. The New York is without oh. the 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 tenderloin on there. A porterhouse or a T-bone is the one that has the New York on one side and the fillet on the other, but with the bone running down the middle. Got it. Yeah. And then how well, you once you cut cut it, you can't decide. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do another cut. I mean, yeah, no. What, I mean, you and then you know you the, the butcher has decided what hey, you're going. This one I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna yeah. cut up some some New Yorks. This yeah. one I'm gonna cut up some fillets. See, which is like, and when you're butchering and and you and you've got the ribs and you're looking at a prime rib, the small end. So that's the one that's closer to the shoulder. Yeah. Because you know that's the smaller ribs and those are ones that are cut into like. Uh, rib eyes. So, so when I quarter it, I mean, I could very well blow some stuff up. 
and you're going to have to react to how I cut how it. however if you depend on how you primal cut it and bring it back yeah if 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 you go through there and just if you cut off the leg and then you cut off the the fore the the fore shank and the rear shank and then split the back down the middle you got to be careful when you split the back down the middle that you don't cut through your you know your tenderloin but then you can separate it from there then you can do ribs or you know porter you know or pork porterhouse or you could just so do everything I've been studying is to cut out the tenderloin. Well, yeah, you want the tenderloin out by itself. Yeah. Because fillet's just way better. Yeah, and and a pork tenderloin, in my opinion, is better than a beef tenderloin. I I I think a pork tenderloin has more flavor, and you don't really cut cut a pork tenderloin into fillets because you know it's it's only about I'm showing you and yeah. people it's not as big as a beef tenderloin. So you normally cut. You normally save the tenderloin and cut cut the hip area off and cook the tenderloin as a, by itself. Oh, really? Then cut it in the medallions once it's cooked. Yeah, I think it's better. I this just my take. I don't really like fillet. That's the reason everyone wants to wrap a fillet in bacon or put a blue cheese something on yeah. it because it's a non-working muscle with no fat, oh, has no flavor. Got it. Whereas on the pork, it it it's still a non-working muscle, but just the the anatomy of a of the pork, it's a little fattier, so you do have a little more flavor in a pork tenderloin. Again, my opinion, what I like. I don't typically eat fillets. I either eat a New York or ribeye or something with a bone or fat if I eat a steak. Okay. So, so yeah, just quarter it up, and then we'll look at what you have when you get here, and then we'll, uh, we'll fabricate the best we can. There would be some... You can't mess it up too bad. We'll get some baby backs. We'll get some, you know, for sure out of that. So we'll be all right. Crazy. Now, now you just got to get one. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, it'd be a lot cheaper. Just go to the, go to the farm <laughs> and buy one, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then tie it up and shoot it. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't, but he did. <laughs> We're just going to leave that one on the shelf. <laughs> well, if you go to the farm, most 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 farms where you go and buy a pig, you buy the pig and they will butcher it. And so you're walking out of there with with fresh freshly fabricated pork product. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't I don't think there's a farmer alive. Hey, I just want to buy this. No, I think you can buy it. I bet you you can buy it. <laughs> a live one? Because why couldn't you? Because there's whole pig too, right? You know, people will do the barbecue whole pig things. Yeah. Right? I mean, so the question is, will the farmer let you take it home alive or will they kill it first, drain the blood, and then be like, okay, here's the carcass? Yeah. I think most farms, if you want to, because the farms care about the quality and how the animal is killed, mm. it, you know, on these on these small farm to table farms that they would they would want to kill it so that they know it was right. ethically done. You mean not tied up to a fence and yeah. then shot? <laughs> we're we're talking. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's there's a yeah, what is it? It's the uh, the fair game, fair game <laughs> hunting or fair game ethics ethics or something like that. Yeah, and and hunting. So chained wild animals in your backyard is not fair. So do you know why uh, Theodore Roosevelt? Or I'm sorry, hold on. I'm sorry. 
Do you know how the teddy bear came about? Theodore Roosevelt. Right. Right? President Theodore Roosevelt. He's the one that founded the national parks. Uh Uh-huh. Right? He was an avid hunter. And so one day he wanted to hunt bear. So someone found a bear, got a bear, and brought it to him. And be like, all right. And he's like, no, I'm not going to kill it. Like... That's not right. Right. Like it needs it needs to have some ability to escape. Like this yeah. is not hunting. Right. Right. Yeah. And then so, supposedly that's how he teddy. became known as the teddy bear. And then and, and bear teddy bear. There we go. Yeah. So ethical hunting practices are you can you should not be shooting something that is already tied up or ha, or is enclosed right. and has no way of escaping. Yeah. So that's a fair game practice. Yeah, you need to go out and stalk it. Yeah. And and hunt it as it were. Well, I will stalk it. Yeah. I I, I first I will stalk it <laughs> and then I'll stalk it uh, because I know where it's going to be cuz I tied it up last night. <laughs> yeah, we we may never get some of these listeners back. I don't know. <laughs> so we, on that note, I would say join us in, in a couple of episodes to uh, to so. to retail Jonathan's you know hunting. E- even if I fail, I'll, I'll I'll share the story. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you about how sucky of a hunter I am. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> I guess I guess we'll bring thirty six to a close. It was okay. kind of kind of kind of a everywhere kind of episode, but it was a lot. I feel a lot of good conversation. So, I'm having fun so far. Yeah, That's hey, all I care about. and and you know, like always, if you look hard enough, right over there, you can see it from here. It's the weekend, guys. So get out, have fun. Uh, you know, do what you want to do go and hunting. go hunting. Uh, Jonathan, until next time. Thank you, buddy. Always a pleasure. Uh, Good times. See ya. Bye-bye.